1: Back,
2: well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early
1: Break with simp and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
3: We are live back at Big Ten Media Days in Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium. Again, we will have seven more coaches go today. Nebraska is done; they are back home. They were back home last night for Fan Day. Yep. As fall practice begins today, one month away from kickoff in Dublin, which we will both be at. A lot of travel. Yeah, a Ind- lot of a tra- lot of travel. Indianapolis I saw Cincinnati. Dublin. Yeah, saw- you did see it. Well, you kind of saw it. you saw the skyline at nighttime.
2: Yeah, but we saw yeah.
3: You didn't, see, well, you didn't see it in daytime. No, I didn't see it in daytime. You saw it like at midnight. But we drove from Cincy to Indy. Yeah, but you didn't really see it. You just saw the lights up there and everything. You didn't see. Tell you didn't me what see. I saw. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you what you saw. You didn't see, you didn't see Cincinnati. <laughs> what I have for breakfast? Yeah, a bagel. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that bagel and a coffee. You're right. Um, okay, so Trev Alberts was the here. We, we mentioned he was here at the station, and we appreciate him stopping by for a half hour uh, sitting with – for Sean and Jay and DP, but he also was was speaking in the huddle over here, uh, just to our I think that's to the north of us. I have no idea what directions are, but um, so there was he. He mentioned several things. He talked about you know kind of the relationship with with Whipple and Frost, and and, and he was asked about the sellout streak too, uh, and he of concerns. But what what else did he say? Sip that I guess you were that you were curious about. Well,
2: he's asked a very good question. I mean, the most germane question that that well frankly needed to be asked, which is what's he looking for he's the boss right yes. he's got he's got to make he's got to make a decision this season now maybe the decision will be made for him right maybe Nebraska wins nine or ten games decisions made even eight probably decisions made if they win five probably decisions made right fire yes four yes. fire yes three fire eight keep nine keep can keep. Now there might be a decision made. There might not be though. It might be six or seven. And then you then the then the boss, Trev Alberts, has a decision to make. He's gonna be looking for certain things, and he answered the question yesterday. He said we quote, we want to see what everybody wants to see, right? He said we want to see a well coached football team that doesn't quit. That's physical and in key moments. Makes the necessary plays to get us over the hump. Break it down, Jake. We want to see a well-coached football team that doesn't quit. I wouldn't say they've been well-coached no. at all, all the time. But I, I don't. This isn't a team that quits.
3: No, they haven't quit. No, Nebraska last year they, they again had a lot of close losses, but you never saw them get beat by thirty points or, or look just lethargic. Right, the, Frost, all the way through. I mean, they had some games you were questioning. If they were going to you know, get there, and they, and they got there, they just didn't close it out.
2: Frost teams have been sloppy. Yes. Like Bose teams. A little sloppy at times, right? Don't yes. quit. They don't quit. No. Okay. We want to see a well-coached football team that doesn't quit. Okay, we covered that. Mm-hmm. He also said, we want to see a team that's physical and in key moments makes the necessary plays to get over the hump. Nebraska's pretty physical. Pretty physical team, right?
3: I think so. They happen. Yeah. They could, I mean, we don't could, watch them. be him. more physical. Yeah, we don't watch them and say. Uh, you know, the offensive line wasn't that physical right, last year. True. So let's let's go easy on Ooh, that. Good point. I mean, you haven't seen a running back you've liked for a long time in terms of, you know, Dedrick Mills had physicality, but he didn't. Oh, I know. Easy on that. You you
2: were right on the offensive line. I'm not giving you that on a running back. Okay. Ramir Johnson runs well, physically. Okay.
3: Well, the yeah. offensive line needs to do their part in terms of okay. physicality.
2: Okay. Keep it there. I think Scott made the change because they weren't being asked to be physical. I don't think that Greg Austin's coaching style emphasizes physicality. It doesn't de-emphasize it. I'm not saying it. They, that Greg Austin doesn't want a physical line. It's a matter of emphasis. Yes. I don't think it's emphasized like it should be. Hence the change. What did Frost say yesterday about the change in attitude that, that it's, that there's a different attitude, and he mentioned something very briefly at the end of a long answer when he said, you'll notice changes, especially the offensive line's first two steps. I thought he he almost he said it very quickly, and it obviously didn't make a big impact, nor, nor should it, but it made a big impact on me because I know what he's talking about. He said, you're going to see a big change in the offensive line, especially in the first two steps they take. That means they're moving forward. Yeah,
3: and that just brings up again the question of if you didn't like what the O-line was doing before, why did you keep the line coach for so long?
2: Because he wasn't fireable in 2020. I don't think he was fireable. But but the approach was not what you wanted. Hold on, think about how 2020 ended. They rushed for 900 yards at Rutgers.
3: They're running at will
2: against Rutgers. I think Austin would have been sort of hard to fire. And maybe Frost mindset was I I am thinking about firing him, but man, we just we just we just jackhammered Rutgers on the ground. Maybe we're figuring one
3: game change everything though?
2: Well it wasn't just one game. They ran the ball at times that year. At
3: times. Yeah.
2: They they weren't the ball well all
3: the time in this conference. They
2: weren't a bad rushing team last year. The, the, the offense last year
0: was age, second. Age, well, age was, was second a big part of that, though.
2: I know, but it was second in the conference in total yards, if I'm not mistaken. Second?
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: I don't know for sure. Um, but, but a lot but of those no. Adrian making plays, we saw him make miracle plays with right. his own feet, with the line collapsing on him.
2: I totally understand where you're coming from. But I, on, on why did Frost wait four years to make a move on his offensive line coach. He could have made it sooner.
3: Well, if he's speaking this glowingly about the approach right now, I, that's why I'm concerned about, okay, if this is what you wanted, was it, you know, an attacking offensive line that doesn't react, they make the first step. Right. Then that should have always been the process the whole time. It's That's fair. my thoughts. It's fair. Like if you saw early on that hey the what worked at UCF is not going to work here, like you have to adjust to that. And I know he you know, lot they let go of I, Troy Walters but, early on. But, they uh, let go you know, they...
2: early on, early on. Think about their first year. What happened?
3: Devino Ziegbo averaged
2: seven yards a carry.
3: Okay, so it, it was working. What about you? What about so, twenty
2: nineteen? then it started not working. But you had enough in there that maybe you thought uh, we can get it going. Frost has addressed this. Jake, mm-hmm. he has addressed that they, Nebraska, this coaching staff, Scott in particular, did not make a quick enough adjustment to the Big Ten. He, he said it last year at Lucas Oil Stadium. After he was very bravado on that early on. Early on. They're going to have to adapt he, to us. But last year, if you go back to what he said in this stadium, he he walked it back and said, well, you know what, the adjustment hasn't occurred as as quickly as we wanted it to. And I think that Greg Austin conversation is a big part of that. Yep. Um, so what else did Trev say? Um, well, I mean, the the last part of that statement of what he's looking for is we want a team that, that in key moments makes the necessary plays to get us over the hump.
3: I assume Frost wants that as well.
2: Well, and they, <laughs>
3: they, that hasn't been – I know. You want it clutch players, you want it clutch moments. Absolutely. Right.
2: And now what – there's a consistent message also coming from Trev that he's talked about. Well, he talked about it last July here, and he talked about it again yesterday, is the devil's in the details. He doesn't. He didn't say that cliche. I am. But he, he does emphasize details, which makes a lot of sense. Trev understands football at a high level. Nebraska's going to be in a lot of close games because they don't have the kind of talent that will allow them to blow out teams. Right. So you better be detail-oriented because – you're playing teams that are detail oriented and what's you're looking for separators. maybe being detail oriented separates you on Saturday an autumn Saturday, and you win a game by five points or three points or seven points instead of losing mm-hmm. eight times by eight points or fewer yep right yeah. because you we're in a we're in a situation that if Nebraska's going to win eight eight or nine games this year, you know what? you know what there's gonna be a lot of close wins, and uh,
3: yeah, and I it's it's always hard for me to to envision a team that's lost a lot of close games to just become clutch right. all of a sudden. Now you have brought in some different players, you have a different right. quarterback, Casey Thompson or Chubba Purdy or whoever it is. I mean, likely Casey Thompson right now, but you've brought in you know Trey Palmer. You've brought in some guys, but can you just become clutch all of a sudden? Okay, when you have been the opposite of clutch for for a couple yeah, years, you brought
2: player. in Whipple. Okay,
3: now you brought in
2: this 65-year-old who's been a head coach, who's coached the NFL, and Whipple has addressed this. And we could go back and look at it. In fact, I should and revisit it with Mark Whipple. He's talked about how you get better in the clutch, and he was very specific about it. He said a lot of it's understanding game situations in those key moments. How, how, exactly how the distance you need for a first down understanding time and yardage, understand, and, and Jake, you, you shake your head. I'm sure your eyes glaze over and say, well, of course, yeah, all that stuff. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it just doesn't – these players don't all think like coaches. The coach's, the coach's job is to get them to think more like coaches and understand late-game situations. If you think about, for instance, the loss to Iowa when that kicker – uh, hit a hit a hit a hit one late, and then blue Duncan. blue was it Duncan? Yeah, blue kisses yeah. to the Nebraska sideline. Think about the man, Think about the management late in that game. It was horrible. It wasn't
3: and good. Nebraska had the ball at midfield with a minute to go, with right. a chance to go win the game. It didn't feel like Adrian and Frost were on the same page. No,
2: it, they didn't at all. Right? Well, that okay. When you're not okay, that's just one example, and that was one glaring example. There's probably other examples where we didn't see it. We couldn't really see it with the naked eye. Because there's a lot going on, but if if that w- that one was so glaring, then it kind of made you wonder, man, I, they, they just that that must that can't be a one time occurrence. Yeah. they just weren't on the same page. So Whipple's t- saying, look everybody's got to understand those late-game
3: situations.
2: And remember, Adrian ran out of bounds at a, sort of a strange time,
3: right? He did. Um, yeah, you, you, yeah, you couldn't stop the clock there. Right. It was, a horror, it was the worst thing you could do. And I'm not
2: putting that all on Adrian. Some of that's coaching. you got to yeah, have you gotta your guys that. understand. Make sure, it.
3: right? that they understand 100%. Damn well better understand. You cannot go out right. of bounds.
2: Because we're a team that's not going to roll people. We're probably going to be in a lot of late-game situations where we need to execute almost flawlessly if we're going to win. That just doesn't happen. No. It's got to be coached. Just saying.
3: We're live at Media Days here in Indianapolis, 464-5685. You can call or text as always. Cole, we'll get to you in a second. Cole, we've got to get to break. We're way behind time Cole's on the line? Yeah. 19-year-old Cole. Yeah, Cole, hang on. We'll get you after the break. We are way behind here. But we will – I Call back at 7. Call. We got, I got a quick segment here, Song of the Day, and then uh, we'll get your call. And you can always call us, anybody else, or text 464 5685 more from Indianapolis for Big Ten Media Days next on Early Break. And we'll take it.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient.